You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 628. And think about this, Tracy, like this should give you the vision. This should give you the confidence, the proof of concept that this works. You sent 400 letters out. You're about to buy one for $1,500. You're going to buy it for $1,500 and turn around and sell it for $30,000 on financing and get your first passive income note coming in. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Hey guys, Darren Bentley here and welcome to episode five of the Do or Die series, how to do your first land deal with the land shark Brent Bowers. Uh, On today's episode, we're going to find out how Tracy is doing with her mailing and if she's being consistent with getting that mail out. And we're also going to learn how is she handling her leads? Has she spoken with any motivated sellers? Is she struggling with those phone calls and having to work a full-time job? Well, we're going to learn the answer to those questions and many more in today's episode. And we're going to see how much closer is Tracy to hitting her goal of $10,000 per month. The clock is ticking. Can she do it? Well, let's see how much closer she is in today's episode. Enjoy. All right, Tracy, where are we at in the mail? So I've already sent out probably about 400 pieces of mail. I was realizing from when I got started, I don't feel like I was doing enough mailing. And I didn't factor in that it takes some time to do the um, valuations and plug that in and get it on the Excel sheet. And then by the time it gets sent to the place, like there's a lot of little steps I wasn't considering. So by the time I would send it, it took a few days for the mail to go out. Yeah. So I now realize I definitely need to be sending more mail consistently awesome. and come up with a schedule. What's the plan ahead for that? You know, I know you said you're about to pull another list on PropStream tonight. So what's the plan ahead? How big of a list are you going to pull? You know, where are you at with that? So I, my first three lists have been pretty small. They've been under about 300. So I've done three lists, all under 300 mailers. I would like to pull a list of like a thousand okay. to 1500 and really have a big mailer out there. I did finally get a, a phone call. So that's, that's my big news of the day. Today, that I got my first. Amazing. I love the fact that you're about to send a thousand, less than 1500, because here's the thing I really start to see things coming in, things happening, you know, offer letters being sent back, accepted, calls coming in when you hit that three and a half week mark. So that's usually around anywhere from nine to 1500 letters. So once you hit that, you're going to start that old mo, old momentum, or like I always say, you know, you're pumping that old time well pump, you know, keep pumping it, keep pumping it, keep pumping it. And eventually, eventually the water will start flowing. And once it does, you can slow down a little bit, but you got to keep pumping that what I like to call deal flow or the water flow. So Keep it going. Tell me about that phone call you received. Off of 400 letters, you've already received a phone call. What did that sound like? What did it look like? Were you nervous? Uh, like, how did you get through it? Yeah. So I, when I saw that it was from one of the areas that I, I mailed to, my heart started racing. I didn't want to answer the phone call, but I knew I should. <laughs> yeah. So I fought that feeling. I picked up the call and I pulled up my script just so I had something to go off of. And 
it went really well, actually. I was a little nervous. I was like, I don't know if this guy's going to yell at me, if it's going to be a negative encounter. But the minute I started to say the script, it just kind of flowed. I asked him questions. I asked him about the land. It turned out that both of his parents are past and he, um, him and his sister own this piece of land that they never go to. They, you know, are never going to use it. So the circumstance seems really good. And we started to talk about the offer that I sent. And he said, like, I asked him if that was a price, you know, the lowest he can go. And he said, the only thing holding him back is that he owns it with his sister and he has to have that conversation. So I guess some questions I had is, what do you do when you have someone dealing with the fact that they're not the only one on the deed? I say, get her on the phone or, hey, you know, could you call her? You want to give her a call right now? Because I'm actually looking at a few other properties. But since I already have you on the phone, let's go ahead and talk now. Can, can you get her on the phone? What's her name? Oh, her name's Sarah. Awesome. What do you think Sarah's doing right now? No, let's see. Let's give her a call. So I would probably get that guy a call back as soon as we hang up and get you know, the sister on the phone be like, look, I just had another property come about, but I'm also interested in yours as well. Um, I got to figure out where I'm going to put my money. And, you know, I don't, I don't like to necessarily lie. I like for other properties to be coming in because a lot of times when we say that it's the hundred percent truth, like we're looking at eight properties and we're eventually going to buy all eight. They might be in a separate order though. So that's, I want that to become true and reality, but you know, you could pull up a property on Zillow while you're talking to this seller. That way you are being 100% honest. Hey, I'm looking at another property in the area. I'm trying to figure out which one to buy. You know, the one you're looking at on Zillow is probably going to be more expensive. Right. That's okay. You're being truthful. So get her on the phone. You know, I heard this example today and it's kind of like, for example, you have this, this nice classic car in your garage. You know, it's worth a ton of money but there's dust collecting on this car and this garage and you haven't taken it out in months and it's just taking up space. And then someone sends you an offer letter for that exact car. It just falls in your lap. You know, what's the chances of you selling it? You know, probably pretty good because you haven't driven it in months. It's collecting dust. Uh, it's taking up all of the space and your wife tell, or your husband's telling you to get rid of it. Let's put it in another scenario. This car is in your garage and your garage is in Florida, but you live in Pennsylvania. You're going to be even more likely to sell it. So that's all this is. It's a piece of land they never go to. They've been paying the taxes on it. They inherited it from mom and dad. They have no emotional ties to it. So help them out. Get them back on the phone. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I think that was, I think I did really well. And then that kind of stifled me. And, but it makes sense. like in that moment to get her on the phone, he did say he was going to call her and I we had a time scheduled for tomorrow. There but you go. I, I like the idea of even just getting him back on the phone tonight. I, I mean, have you ever gotten mad at someone? Like, what have you ever sold before? Have you ever sold a car or a bicycle or a phone or anything? Like, give yeah. me an example of something. Yeah, I sold. sold some stuff on like the community page, you know, just like a dresser or whatever. <laughs> Have you ever gotten mad if someone sent you a couple messages and one phone call because they were just like, hey, I got to get this dresser? Like, have you gotten mad at that person for being uh, too aggressive to give you money? No, that's true. That's a good point. There you go. Then get them on the phone tonight. I mean, if, if they don't answer, you got the time set for tomorrow. That's awesome. That great job setting the time for tomorrow because I never like someone to say, I'll call you back. No, I want to keep control of that. I want to call them back when we set the time to call back. So, even if you don't get them on the phone tonight, great job setting it up tomorrow. The script, how did the script go? I know you mentioned that. 
Like, was that, did it, fl- I know you said it flowed, but did it make sense? Did it help? Did it kind of give you confidence to talk to this seller? Definitely did to start. Um, I think because he was with the whole situation with the sister, it was really hard to lock down a price or how he even felt about the price that I put in the offer letter. So I didn't want to push too hard on that because I'm like, if they're both going to be making the decision, I kind of didn't know if you would try to like lock him into a price without her approval or... So I just kind of like let it be like I said it, but then we kind of moved on to setting the appointment. Yeah. Stick with your guns. You know, if, if you can have them both on the phone, that's fine. What did you offer for that land? I believe it was uh, 1500 1500 for the land. And what do you, what can you sell it for as far as retail? So I had a really hard time finding this land when I um, was putting in the VIN number. So that was another little hiccup. So it took me a couple of hours to figure out how to get to the site to find the land um, because it wasn't popping up on any of the sites that I normally use. I did finally just find it. So I don't know much about it, but it looks like it's in, it's a residential area with other houses and it's just an empty lot. And that's what he told me that it's right by a waterfall. And he's like, I don't like the mountains. I never go over there. So it sounds wonderful, but I have to do more research. God, it sounds to me like it's an absolute gold mine. If it's a buildable lot, infill lot next to a waterfall, what are we talking? Like fifteen to twenty thousand dollar lot? Yeah, I think it, I was looking. I think twenty to thirty is what I was seeing. Twenty to thirty thousand dollar lot. All right, what's your exit plan going to be on this lot? You know, if if he accepts his fifteen hundred dollar offer, I don't know. I, I was probably just going to ask you a million questions after that. <laughs> I'm glad because here's what my exit plan would be. What would be the hardest way to find a buyer? Would it be to say, hey, I need 30 grand for this lot? Or, hey, I need $1,500 down and I'll hold the financing for you know $27,000 over the next six years at 9% interest at you know, whatever, $599 a month. How many buyers do you think would be in that pool that can afford a monthly payment of $500 a month? Or how many buyers do you think would be in the pool that can just come up with $30,000? Yeah, I definitely think there will be a ton of buyers if they are able to finance it. Love it. And that's how we sell most of our land. And that's how the passive income is created. That replaces the car payment and the cell phone payment and the insurance payment. That one $599 a month or whatever. And you get your $1,500 back so fast. So let's do it. Get them on the phone. Call me as soon as it's done. And uh, let's do this. Now, Back to your mailers. What are you doing tonight? I'm getting a, a huge list of 1500. I'm going to prep it tonight so it's ready to go and actually drop tomorrow. So I want to send it out to my mailing company tonight. So that is my goal. I'm so excited. So 1500 letters going out in the next couple of days. And think about this, Tracy. Like this should give you the vision. This should give you the confidence, the proof of concept that this works. You sent 400 letters out. You're about to buy one for $1,500. You're going to buy it for $1,500 and turn around and sell it for $30,000 on financing and get your first passive income note coming in. So you know this works already. This should be the confidence. Pull that trigger on the $1,500. This is a business. Think about this. You know How much money would you say you spent on this business so far? Oh, just like maybe $600. Bucks. 600 bucks to make 30 grand. Imagine, imagine most businesses starting out, how many hundreds of thousands of dollars it takes to start a business and how many years it, it takes to become profitable if they make it past the first five years. True. You can start this business on such a small amount of money. So don't be afraid to spend money on lists and mail. 
You just got to get it out the door. Once you get that great deal, everything else starts happening. Awesome. I'm, I will say that the first phone call really pumped me up because I think one thing that we said back from the beginning was it's either that I don't trust you or I don't trust the system. So I definitely trust you. But I, you know, as I'm sending out mailers and spending money, I always get that knee jerk reaction to get scared that it's not going to work. And so just getting up on the phone with someone today who is interested in selling me their land and I'm thinking, oh, this actually works. <laughs> like it'll work for me. It's so true. And most people think, well, you know, there, what's the catch or th- this can't be that easy. I mean, my first deal, my first lot that I purchased was $285. I looked at the land. It was at two lots side by side. And I was so scared. I did not pay the seller until I had a buyer lined up to pay me the next day. And that here's what it looked like. That buyer was a realtor paying me $5,000 the next day. And I could not write that $285 check until I had a contract with that realtor for $5,000. Because I just was like, there's no way. I can't do this. There's too, it's too good to be true. It's it, there. What's the catch? Even though me and my wife went and looked at this land, it was the most beautiful piece of land ever overlooking the Pike National Forest. I still didn't believe it. And then I did a second one and a third one. And by about the fourth one, when I had like, all this cash in my hands, I started to believe it. So you'll be there. You'll get there. I hope, I'm excited. I really am pumped up. All right. Well, call me um, or text me tomorrow morning. Let me know that you got the list. And uh, what time are you talking to the sellers tomorrow on, the, on this uh, lot for $1,500? Uh, four o'clock. 4 p.m. Yep. All right. Let me know how it goes. All right. We'll do. Thank Thanks you, Brent. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, so that concludes episode five of the Do or Die series. Be sure to tune in next week where we're going to learn if Tracy was able to land that whopper of a deal. And if not, does she have another potential deal waiting in the wings? Well, we'll see on the next episode. See you next time. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.